Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're talking about love. I read a story this week about President Woodrow Wilson, and it took place way back in 1918. Back then, he would travel by train, and the train would stop in various cities along the route, and he would go to the back of the train, and he would give a speech, and people would gather from that town or that city. One time he gave a patriotic speech, and at the end, two little brothers walked up to him. The one little brother handed the president a little American flag, and the president received it. The other little boy felt terrible. The little brother had nothing to give. He reached in his pocket, and he pulled out a shiny dime and handed it to Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson was very touched by the boy's love, and he kept that dime as a memento of a compassionate moment that was shown to him by two brothers. A few years later, in 1921, he passed away. His wife was going through his effects, and there in his office, she found that dime wrapped in a little piece of paper, and she knew what it was. He had kept it as a memento of something that had touched him. Likewise, when we reach out in our lives in love, it touches God's heart. The actions of love that we share really touches the heart of God. You know, This Lenten season, and we were talking about being a follower of Christ, to be a follower of Jesus means loving God and loving others. I have four points I'd like to quickly discuss with you today that remind us of the love of God. The first one is that we are commanded to love. In John chapter 13, when Christ was meeting with his disciples and he was Before his death, he was sharing with the disciples that he was leaving, and they didn't quite understand. And he said, I have a new commandment to give you, and their ears perked up. And he said this in John chapter 13. He says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. We are given a commandment to love one another. You know, when a soldier is in the army and the commanding officer says, jump, you know what you do, you jump. I read a story this week about a lady. She was so frustrated with her husband. He wouldn't stop at stoplights. He would, he would slow down at a stoplight or a stop sign, but he wouldn't come to a complete stop. And she thought one day he's going to get in trouble for this. One day she told him one too many times and he still didn't do it. She took her purse, and she started slapping him. He said, stop, stop, stop. Well, she wouldn't stop. She just slowed down a little bit. She says, now do you know what I mean? There's a difference between stopping and slowing down. You know, we live in a society where people do not like to be told what to do, and apparently this husband is one of them. I remember uh, when I was a young boy and uh, a young adult and started traveling on airplanes, and You know, people back then used to smoke on an airplane. It's kind of unbelievable now because everyone was breathing that smoke. But you would call. This is back when you didn't go online. You called. You made a reservation. And the receptionist would say, would that be smoking or non-smoking? And uh, you'd you'd, you'd get your seat planned accordingly. There's been so many changes in society through the years. I remember as a young boy in the 1960s and watching television programming and commercials on TV, and it was always white people and white families 
And then during the civil rights movement during the 1960s, I remember seeing more African-American families in, in, on television and, and TV shows. There was a shift in our culture. Today, I notice a lot of uh, commercials on TV have, have mixed-race couples and gay couples. It's all a part of the diversity that's happening in our culture today that we're accepting of others that are not like us. When Jesus instructed us to love our neighbors, and he really commanded us to do that, he didn't say just love people like yourself, which is sometimes easy to do. He not only said you have to love your neighbors, but you also have to love your enemies. That one is a little bit different. He said to love your enemies and to pray for them. So the first point is we're commanded to love. The second thing is that we're challenged by his love. Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. It is not only telling us simply what to do, but how to do it. So the question is, and what we need to ask ourselves is, how does Jesus love us if we're supposed to love like Jesus loves us? And the answer is that Christ loves us completely. Jesus loves us with an agape love, which is an unconditional love. When we think of un- unconditional love, we think it's a love that embraces a universal and unconditional love that transcends and persists regardless of all circumstances. God loves us unconditionally. You know, in life, there's three types of love in the world today. There's one type of love where someone may say, if you do what I like and you do what I want you to do and you say what I want you to say, then I will love you. That's not not true love. Second type of love is, I will love you because you're attractive or I'll love you because you have a lot of money. Oh, then, then I'll really love you. No, not a good type of love either. God's love is what I would call the despite type of love. It's not based on what we do, but despite of what we do. Despite of who we are, because we're none of us are perfect, we all make mistakes, God loves us just like we are. We don't have to change. We don't have to clean up. We just come to God, and He loves us and understands us and accepts us and gives us unconditional love. It's based on who we are. The third point is, is we are confirmed by our love. Jesus says, this is how we'll know that we are Christians by our love. You know, when I go to work every day, I wear an ID ID badge that has my picture on it and the name of my company. That tells who I am at work. When I travel, I take a passport, I show that passport, and then they know that I'm a citizen of the United States. We all have identification in our lives to say who we are. But as Christians, have you ever thought of this? Your identification is love. The way you love others is our identification that we're true Christians. This is a fruit of the Spirit from the book of Galatians. It talks about love, and it says love is not selfish. It is not unforgiving. It is a forgiving love. It is patient, and it is kind, and it's giving. Our final point is we are changed by his love. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us? Could you ponder this, that we are all children of God? You're a child of God. I'm a child of God. And even someone who you may think is rude to you, unkind to you, they're a child of God too. So as we ponder this, 
We're all children of God, and God loves and cares for his children. God only not only expects us to give what we have first received, because God has given us so much, and we give back out of that love. It is only when you receive his gift of love that you can share his gift with others. So, we are commanded to love. Jesus says, love everyone. We are also challenged by his love. We are confirmed by our love, and we are changed by his love. I hope you're feeling and expressing the love of God in your life today. I hope you're reminded. I don't know what you're going through, what's happening in your life, but I want to remind you, you are a child of God. You're unique and you're special. And that God loves you. And wherever you may be, whatever part of the globe you may be upon, know there's a group of people in Vinings, Georgia, that care about you and that love you too. My prayer for you is that you'd experience the love of God this week in wonderful and amazing ways. Thank you, and God bless you.